0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earle. This is episode 23. We've entitled this one, Taking Stock. Well, okay, that's kind of a dirty title, given the way everything is going on. But nevertheless, I'm broadcasting today or podcasting today uh, in the shadow of the massive increases in the value, perceived value, of cryptocurrencies, uh, for example, Bitcoin has shot over 40,000 already. The stock market is rallying uh, ever since the uh, decision on Wednesday night, or I should say early Thursday morning, uh, to uh, assume and select and Choose the electors uh, for, for the Biden campaign, thus uh, declaring the Biden Harris ticket the winners in the 2020 presidential campaign or race. So the stock market is thriving, cryptocurrency is thriving. Uh, what does that mean? Well, it, it seems kind of counterintuitive when you try to put it in context. Uh, in other words, Wednesday, we had this uh, tragic event that occurred at the Capitol building. Uh, at least four deaths have arisen from that, some by violent means, and a couple uh, by medical uh, issues that that were aggravated perhaps by the activity going on. Uh, that's certainly not something to celebrate and to um, increase the value of of the equity in our country and what have you. Uh, There were people that crashed into the Capitol building, paused the counting of the electors or certification of electors for a period of time, and it finally uh, ended shortly after 4 a.m. I think what the effect, though, was of the movement into the building out of a relatively small number of the people that were outside. But what that in effect did was kill any opportunity the Trump supporters may have felt they had to challenge election results from these seven targeted states. Uh, In fact, you could see it, it was almost visible a wilting of will from those who had pledged beforehand to ch- challenge uh, those elections. And it's just like the people uh, charging into the House chamber and the Senate chamber and throughout the halls of the Capitol basically just sucked the air and the courage from those Trump supporters. So what had been a tense, uh, generally unpredictable moment or period in time suddenly became a slam dunk, and so it ended. Now, I've heard different punsters or politicians describe what occurred Wednesday afternoon and evening as sedition and insurrection. Let me say, I think that was rather extreme. This is a personal opinion, but I think if you were mounting a seditious enterprise or uh. Directing an insurrection, you'd probably be more heavily armed than with uh, flagpoles and backpacks. Uh, It just seems to me that that's that's an overreach. But again, hyperbole and drama and exaggeration are the the words of the day. And uh, so to inflame supporters and people on the other side of those who stormed the Capitol... Certainly, those kinds of uh, words and descriptions uh, get get the troops riled up. So it hasn't been a good thing as far as our national psyche going forward. Uh, we'll see how it works out in the days ahead. And certainly, the whole situation, the tenseness that we are experiencing in our country right now, uh, haven't been... Ease it all by calls for twenty-fifth amendment remedies and impeachment, with only, you know, uh, less well, slightly more than a week to go before the inauguration of uh, President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris. All those activities would do, if they're implemented, is just create more rancor, more division. Uh, more distrust, more anger going forward. And, and I don't think it's healthful. It certainly isn't what I would describe as a unity principle going forward. But we'll see. Now, getting back to the stock market and the cryptocurrency thing, what struck me at first glance. Was that the mega corporations, the huge corporations who are listed on the exchanges, and big tech and big government all believe they won? They are seeing the certification validation of the Biden Harris ticket as a winner, uh, meaning that things are going to be good in Beulah land, and they're all excited about it. Big tech came down with a harder hammer on Trump and Trump supporters. Uh, I find that personally offensive. Uh, I'm a First Amendment free speech advocate all the way. I think the First Amendment and liberty means you have the right to be stupid. You have the right to say something stupid. And to have that constantly being assessed in, in the colors of the assessor Um, is a dangerous thing going forward but certainly it has had a positive impact on the markets so far and i think it's just that the big boys believe they got this one in the bag at second glance perhaps they do have it in the bag perhaps the fact that the democrats now control the white house the senate uh basically with uh Vice President Harris casting the deciding vote, uh, and the the uh, the House, clearly. Now, they have a narrow margin in the House, the narrowest of margins in the Senate, with the VP sitting in the chair, uh, but nevertheless, they feel like they've got the big hammer and feel like they've won. Certainly, if you're I'm not an advocate of the mainstream media, and by that I mean ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, uh, MSNBC, uh, and people of that ilk, they feel like they won. And so their attempts to minimize and disparage the people who lost will continue, and it'll be like rubbing salt on the sore wounds, and we'll see what kind of an impact it may have going forward, but I, I suspect this euphoric sense that they're experiencing right now may be a little bit of overkill. They may not realize that the more they gloat, uh, the more they get excited about their apparent victory, uh, the more bold they'll become in their legislative and executive efforts and that's going to create resentment and pushback on the other side and i would add one other thing to this as we look forward to inauguration day coming up in 10 days or so if the government goes after trump and his voters after the inauguration in other words, if they attempt to continue this impeachment effort on Trump to strip him of his pension or his ability to run again. And frankly, I don't think he will run in 2024. He'll be older then and wiser. But if they go after him, if the Southern District of New York federal court goes after him uh, through all kinds of uh, efforts to get into his private financial affairs, if other government agencies and so forth attempt to squeeze him in his corporate enterprise, I think that, too, is going to have a pushback. Um, Trump is a fighter, and he won't shut up. But maybe if they backed off and didn't go after him immediately uh, after the election, he may spend some quiet time, lick his wounds, get back into the corporate structure uh, with Eric and Donald Jr., and try to make some sense out of where they are after the last four years, when in many instances they were restricted from doing certain things uh, because of conflict of interest. But if they go after him, I think um, he's going to become a sympathetic figure, and uh, that, that may be create pushback going forward from the people who supported him. Don't forget. He got at least 74 million votes. Now, he and his supporters claim there were many more than that. So at any rate, you're dealing with 74 million people of varying degrees of intensity and loyalty, admittedly. Um, But there is a significant number of of that 74 million who would really resent any attempt to shove Trump down and put him down and put a boot on his neck. So that's another thing. The government and the people in positions of power with the capacity to go after him may want to take that in mind before they turn on the jets and go after it. And I predict going forward, regardless of um, the actions of the government or other entities, that there are going to be a few and dispersed isolated crazies Who stir the pot continually, either through violence or through marching or demonstrations or outlandish calls and that type of thing, and they're going to be there. And then depending on how the government or those who are being verbally or physically attacked respond, that may or may not increase the number of people who support those crazies and their effort to go forward. We are in for some dynamic times. What that means is I suspect a couple of things. You're gonna have higher inflation, more unemployment because the COVID stuff isn't gonna be killed by the vaccine. They're still gonna be putting similar restrictions, maybe less so, but some going the day forwards. And I suspect now may be the time if you're looking at some major purchases, if you're looking at at doing some forward planning with your lifestyle or your business, you may want to lock them in now at least. If you can't pay cash, at least lock them in at a price that you're comfortable with going forward because I really look for some uh, pretty rapid inflation, particularly as legislation starts to move through the House and the Senate. Uh, Some of it's going to be very costly, Just on the regulatory side of it, it may increase the cost of goods and services because there'll be added incentives for them to do it a certain way. And that means that that some things you've relied on may be more expensive because the cost of complying with the regulations will increase the cost of the good or service. So look ahead, expect some inflation, expect unemployment to get worse, which also leads to a larger population of desperate people, particularly after coming through this COVID mess for almost a year, um, our dynamics, our social dynamics going forward, social and economic, um, are gonna be on the edge. Uh, It's not gonna take much of a flint, striking a flint uh, to create a fire and, and some embers that may turn into a flame. So be cautious on how you engage with, with people and other businesses and so forth, but also be forward-looking and be prepared for when uh, the crap hits the fan and the Westinghouse blows it all over the wall. Be prepared uh, for those instances. Plan ahead. Expect it. Now, if you plan for inflation or you plan for more dis- uh, disturbances and things of that nature or it doesn't happen, You're still ahead of the game, so I'm encouraging you. Be cautious going forward. Take stock of where you are today and prepare to be in a better place 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever it takes. Gee, I wish I had a cheerier uh, podcast for you today, but it is what it is. Let's hope as I go forward I become um, uh, less distressed and more optimistic going forward. This has been Living Liberty Today. Be free, stay free. I'm Charlie Earle.